this one sentence ensures that you're never blocked. Wow. So you basically get to kind of run your little area as if you're yeah. the CEO of the company. Amazing. With this one sentence. Wow. And the one sentence is. Let's do it. Hey, insert person, I need you to do, insert ask, below is the context, if I don't hear by, insert a specific date and time, I'm going to do, insert the action. Ooh. Welcome to Startup Jobs, a podcast where we explore all the different jobs inside a tech startup. What exactly are they and what have we learned from scaling jobs from the inside? While a lot of other startup content focuses on the founder, the investor or specific area like marketing, this show is about your personal and career growth journey in whatever startup job is best for you. Yeah, exactly, Maddie. This show is about you. We want you to be the very best that you can be. Yeah, in person, we have to hit that red record button, don't we? <laughs> That's Let's the one. Do it. <laughs> Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. Mike, 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 welcome back. Isn't now the time where we do the Aussie, Aussie, Aussie cheers? Oi, oi, oi. Is that still a thing? <laughs> yeah. Comes, I reckon that comes up when the tennis starts. We oh, get the Australian the Open going oh, and yes. I reckon that's when the Aussie chant comes back or cricket season. I think the test is on in Perth today. Yeah. So for our international yeah. listeners, uh, <laughs> that's it's summer, summer, summertime for us. We're yep. about to uh, go into holiday chill mode. So what have we got today? Today we've got a very important secret sentence that's going to change the way What? We're going to share operate. it with the world? Yeah, I think, I think it's time. We've kept the secret re- recipe for a while at Zipline wow. and now we're ready to share it with the rest of the world. All right, let's do it. Uh, this is a secret sentence that I, I'd never heard of this until I came to Zipline okay. and it's become critical that's why, that's to why, operating here. Secret. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. Um, and the secret sentence is what we call a boomerang request. Okay. And did you invent this, Mike, did. or did you find this somewhere? Okay, uh, I, I, you invented I, it. Yeah. Wow. So I might read not the what con- the, not the concept. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. the concept exists elsewhere. But yeah, the term boomerang and the and the actual sentence. Um, yeah, that's a that's a homegrown special. Oh wow, love it. Well, I might share what the sentence is All right. with the inputs we need, and then but, we're going to explain well, what it means. What's this sentence do? What's this secret sentence do? It ensures that you never get blocked from being able to get things done, and ensures mm. you you're in charge of whilst you can ask for input and review and approval from your manager or mm. others, the way that this is framed and set up is that you can always still action that work. You will never be blocked by mm. someone else. What does blocked mean? Like blocked, I feel like is a bit of a corporate term potentially or folks that haven't worked. Yeah. Uh, what does blocked mean? Yeah, it's a good question. My, like the way I would describe it is I'm blocked. I can't action the next thing because it's currently sitting with someone else for review, feedback, input. Right. Or it's their, it's like their level of approval that it needs. Like mm-hmm. I can't, I'm, I'm trapped and unable to progress a piece of work okay. because it's sitting with someone else. Okay. Yeah. So in startups, yeah. we use the term shipping uh, and it came from shipping code. So you'd write some code and then you'd ship it into production and then that feature mm-hmm. was available. And so shipping is a whole term of basically shipping work, getting shit done. Yeah. Um, and so blocking was a term that what's sort of blocking us from shipping. Uh, so what's getting in the way for 
yeah. like this task being done. But I'd say in, the, in, the, in this context, this is still going to be relevant from what blocks you from shipping. But what mm. we're talking about is shipping work. So sending sure. that deck to someone, yep. sending that pricing. Um, but it's actually like anything that blocks or gets in the way of you being empowered to make uh, the decisions or yep. the recommendations that you think need to be done, right? Sure. So it could even be as simple as, okay, someone in my team has requested a pay rise. You know, it's outside of pay review. Um, I know that I'm not authorized to just be able to like chat to them mm. and like do it. Yeah. But there's kind of a critical situation going on with this person when we need to give some guidance. And so therefore you would then go to your manager or like someone else to go, hey, this is the situation. This is what's happening. Like here's kind of what I recommend. But you kind of need their okay or you need their yes. input yeah. to be able to ship and make that decision. So this one sentence ensures that you're never blocked for anything Wow. including high stake stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And now that you say that, that makes that that's what it is a lot of the time, like personally, is it's when I feel like I don't have the authority to make a decision or right. do something yeah. rather than actually doing the work. Yes. It's the concern around not having the right level of approval or whatever. Yes. Yes. And also if you ship that thing, right, if you just approve that person's new salary yeah. or you say, sure, customer, you can have that feature. And no, even if you, think that that's the best thing it's yep. like it's not your company it's not your call yeah. to make that yes and but you are blocked from being able to do that action um and there's lots of these that sit within a company right even in a small team there's lots of these all the time and also different people have different levels of comfort as to what they want to get uh yes yeah get some feedback to make sure before they uh, you know from someone senior before they make that decision definitely so this one sentence ensures that you're never blocked wow. so you basically get to kind of run your little area as if you're yeah. the CEO of the company. Amazing. With this one sentence. Wow. And the one sentence is. Let's do it. Hey, insert person, I need you to do, insert ask, below is the context. If I don't hear by, insert a specific date and time, I'm going to do, insert the action. Ooh. So we might do a bit of an example there. So yeah, let's do an example. It's not a lot of inserts. But I'll say, hey, Mike. I need you to approve this pricing and ensure it's correct. Below is the context. If I don't hear back from you by the end of today at 5.30 p.m., I'm going to send it to the customer. I'm going to send the attached pricing. Yeah, to yeah, the customer. Regardless of your approval. So basically yeah. you doing nothing by this time, I'm assuming approval. Yes, exactly. And in that situation specifically for me as well. Like I'll give the, the context of the customer and how I've come up with that pricing. Right. But I'm certainly not a pro yet at understanding pricing sure. and all of the inputs there. Sure. And so, and I'm not in charge of setting pricing. Yes. Hence why I feel like I need the approval from you and you're yes. the review from you before yes. I send it out. Yes. Because the risk for me is I send the wrong pricing to a customer, they get the wrong expectation. Yes. And I look shit having to go back to them with 100%, the corrections. 100%. 100%. So that's the secret sentence. That is the it's secret sentence. It's out in the world. We wow. Call it, we call it a boomerang. The reason we call it a boomerang is because normally people throw, you know, a ball uh, into a void. They ask for something. Hey, can you check this pricing? Can you, like, review my draft response? We've got this technical issue. We've got this finance issue. Like, hey, what do you think of this? Um, and you throw this request into the void and if it doesn't come back, you're just sort of sitting around yeah. uh, and it, it never comes back to you unless you chase, but then you don't know if you should chase, then you feel bad, that person's busy. Yes. And then you're sort of like sitting on the thing and then like there's just a lot of this like 
shipping constipation that happens in the organization yeah. because you know things aren't flowing like they're, yes. they're, they're, they're they're sort of blocked with all of this stuff um and so the reason it's called a boomerang is because you throw this thing no matter what it's going to come back it's yep. either going to come back with yep that looks good like yep. ship it or oh shit you're going to send that at five o'clock like oh no i definitely need to review that yeah let's have 15 minutes tomorrow yeah and then ship whatever we agree at the end of that 15 minutes right but Basically, when you send this boomerang, action is going to come back to you and we're always moving. Like, so therefore, we're always shipping. Nothing's being blocked. Yeah. Um, I'm, never a, I'm never a blocker. You know, another you know, engineering manager is not a blocker. Um, wh- whatever the, the team lead is, you know, it's never getting in the way of you needing to solve problems, you needing to take action, you needing to create stuff, you needing to ship stuff. And, you know, this is an empowered organization. Like we trust smart people to do their job and to mm. come up with the right recommendations. And part of this will also mean that you're going to fail sometimes, right? You're going to send some stuff that's un, half uncooked. You know, maybe I don't get to that boomerang and you send yeah. it. Yep. So let's maybe unpack what this has been like living in a boomerang world. Because you've... Yeah, sure. When, when, when did you get introduced to boomerang here at Zipline? It would have been... Oh, probably week one <coughs> of Zipline. Got it, yep. got it, yep. got it. Uh, How many boomerangs do you think you've sent ballpark? Oh, Maybe on a per week basis. Per week, oh, per week basis. All up, including like, you know, to other managers to get them to do stuff. Oh, maybe I'm thinking this week. I probably said eight to ten this week. Yeah. Yeah. Other weeks could be a lot hard. I had a few bigger pieces of work this week. So, yeah. Anywhere from five to 20 per week. Yeah. That's been your life. Definitely, yeah. And also most big pieces of work or just any emails are now a boomerang request. Yeah. It's rare that I'm sending an internal email that isn't a boomerang, yeah. to be honest, or somehow boomerangified. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess what it, what it looks like operationally. I think actually, the biggest thing, yeah. Actually, maybe before we go to what it looks like, like why is this so important? I mean, like I think it, on on glance, it makes sense. Uh, and it's like it's, it's pretty hardcore from the perspective of if the manager or the senior person is missing a lot of these boomerangs, then there's a lot of stuff shipping. Yes. Um by the teams, like why, why even do this? Why is this so important? Have you got some thoughts on it? Yeah, I think my thoughts come from my past experience jumping from an organisation that didn't have boomerangs to one that did. I could put a whole bunch of work into something, prepare the plan, come up with the proposal. It was very clear that I didn't have the approval authority to push it to the next stage or submit it. So then I would send it out into the abyss to my manager or to the working group or whoever it was. Right. And might not hear back for weeks. Yeah. And would nudge, would call, would get absolutely nothing done. Yeah. And that was like real clear definition of block. It's blocked. just sitting there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just sitting there. It's not getting done. Yeah. And we're talking three to four weeks, let's say, yeah. which in a startup context, you just don't have the time for that. Yeah. Come to Zipline instead, implement this. And it meant that like the beauty of the boomerang is that if you don't hear from the exec or the person with the approval authority, it gets shipped. It comes, the boomerang f- is forcibly sent back to you with no reply. Yep. At the t- it's hit the time and you've got, you've got the yeah, approval yourself you've to be able to do it. You've got the approval to do it. Yeah, yeah. Do what you think's best, yeah. Yeah, so the difference is, um, and, and in addition, it also, so not only does it, so it speeds up the process and it gets you unblocked, but the second thing is it actually forces the person riding the boomerang to do a lot more work yes. than you typically would yes. do. Yes. Because I, my assumption is so that good, the receiver, so if I'm sending you a boomerang, yeah. I want you to spend maybe five minutes on the email. Yeah. I want you to be able to know what I'm asking you really Fuck, clearly. This is so good. 
good. Have the wait, recommendations. Claps. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yay. Yay. That's wow. the right one. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Um, So I, I want you to, and maybe I'll put three recommendations forward because I'm like, oh, that's a good point. This recommendation, what do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, and it's like this. This recommendation is better for zipline. Recommendation two is better for the customer. Recommendation three is in the middle, Mm -hmm. and give you the options. Do the thinking behind that. You know, maybe split out the the ROI, the cost, the pros and cons, whatever it might be. So good, and have the relevant context so that you understand kind of why I'm putting those three forward. because, um, yeah, I assume as as the drafter of the boomerang, I want the person receiving it to be able to make a decision in five minutes because yeah. then I know that they're li- more likely to review my work than if you get a, a scrappy, like, empty canvas yeah. and it's going to take you an hour. I know you don't want to reply to that yeah. email. I want to send yeah. a boomerang you want to reply to. Yeah, so, so so good. Yeah, they're probably my key key takeaways <laughs> of kind of how it, yeah, how well, it works. That's such a good point. Like, let's unpack that um, that point around you doing like we talked about it on the the on previous episodes around mm. like pre-chewing the meat you know like exactly yeah pre-doing the thinking and even the, the conversations we had around starting customer meetings with an end goal in mind and being clear yeah. about that you're not going to the exec going hey like the customers asked for this pricing or hey this person the team's asking for a pay rise or they may be at risk of quitting or hey we've got this like server problem and it, like i'm worried about blah like you know what often happens is you go to the manager or you go to someone senior with this thing and it's just like this mm. ball of worry and you yeah. this ball and then you it's just go blah, and then the that person then has to help dissect it and kind of go okay what's really going on here yes. like what are some ways that we could solve it um as opposed to what the boomerang forces you to do is like here's the problem yep. like here's what's going on here's how i've dissected it like here's my current draft state um and we should maybe touch on maybe we do a whole episode on like clay mold versus like um shipping yep. like the actual uh <laughs> what would it call like the figurine that's come out of the oven <laughs> you know we talk about yeah sort of don't give me a figurine that's come out of the oven yeah and you half painted it and you're about to like sell it because then that boomerang could be quite tough like i may yes. i may smash that sure clay uh yeah what, what after hours of after work when it's come out of the, the kiln an ornament? I guess I, it's I a know, ready-made I, ornament. Yeah, so I sort of <laughs> use the analogy of ideally like if it's something big, you kind of almost want to do a boomerang at the clay mold stage, yep. which is Before it goes hey, here's this big thing, here's how I'm thinking of <clears throat> solving or here's how the yep. work is, can you kind of like review this thing? And again, it still gets shipped into the next stage where I find a lot of people um, sometimes come at the end stage and yep. then it's like, oh, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? Yeah. Um, because but, they want to look good. And they know yeah, that they don't like asking that. for yeah because yeah, they yeah they want they want to make it yeah you know, they don't want to seem like I need to ask someone senior to help me do my job um, yes so let's unpack clay mold in a cool. separate episode yep. but I suppose that the, the point of the <laughs> yeah the point of the boomerang um, that you mentioned which is really good is it forces the person to basically figure out um, what is what exactly is going on here and what am I asking for and you're, you're always recommending a solution or, an op- yeah. or a bunch of options yes, of solutions absolutely. or you're recommending something that, and because something needs to be shipped at the end of the boomerang if yep. you hear nothing. So therefore, um, yeah, the, the, to your point, you can't really go. Now, it is worth mentioning there are some problems that you just literally cannot solve uh, and but then the boomerang and the ask is like 
I need you or I need someone else like in a room yeah. for 15 minutes. And so then yeah. the boomerang can be like I've got this, you know, I've put this time in your calendar or like we then, you then have to cancel that thing. And, and so like there, there are ways if, if it's so critical yeah. we need to solve this thing, then that's what the ask is um, and everything can kind of be boomerang. But yes, to your point – the pre-thinking and the uh, chewing of the meat and the uh, the hard work is done beforehand, which which speeds things up. Yeah, great. Um, but sort of getting back to the like why it's so important, and then let's finish on some practical examples and what it's like, you know, living in a boomerang world. Yeah, yeah. I think why it's so important is like three things. One, like ultimately, it's about speed. To your point, yeah. and if you look at most organisations and the way that most of these things work, and it gets it gets worse the more like teams and people that need to be consulted and the, and the, and the more buy-in, you know, and particularly when there's uh, a consensus-driven decision-making. Sure. Um, and then things can just sit on someone's plate for like seven w- days and then yeah. and then it goes somewhere else and then, oh, we'll, re- we'll bring it up in that meeting and, oh, we ran out of time, we didn't cover on that meeting, we'll cover it next week. Yeah. And then before yeah. you know it, like four weeks has gone by or four days have gone by, whatever it may be, and, and startups like – it's, it's all about speed. Like, you know, we, we've got some version of constant death on the horizon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and speed is our differentiation, you know, at a startup. Yes. Like speed is, is you, you, you quickly put things out, like you learn, you get the, the feedback. Um, and so you just don't have time to, to, to waste around that stuff. So speed is one mm. of the big reasons boomerangs work so well. Um, the second one is it really shifts the dynamic from the employee sort of asking and begging and going to you know all the senior chiefs for all their wisdom and it actually switches it to an empowered team and an empowered model yeah where it's like no we hired this smart person to do this job yeah if you think that's the best pricing appreciate you haven't had five years of experience Mm. pulling pricing together but kind of put your best thing forward and yeah then as the person who gets the boomerang, you know, I then triage it against everything else, right? Yes. There are going to be some days where I can help you out and take that on. Uh, but to use that triage nurse example at an emergency ward, you know, there are some days where, you know, I've got three people coming in with a brain hemorrhage and, yeah. you know, someone who's going to like lose their life. You know, if I don't jump into surgery and you're coming in saying, you know, my kid's got a sniffle and a fever, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's like, well, do you know what, just what's your plan? Like you're going to give them you know, an extra dose of Panadol and like, yeah, like, fine, just do that. Um, But obviously that's kind of the biggest thing for you because you haven't, you know, had that kid with the fever before, right, to kind of use that example. Um, But I suppose, yeah, the first point speed, the second one is it it empowers, um, which forces you to learn, it forces you to think, it forces you to take on more. But that's also exhilarating and that's why you'd want to join a startup is because you're totally. empowered to get yeah. shit done. And, yeah. like, and, and it is scary because it's like, whoa, I'm, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm deciding this. Like I'm totally out of my depth. Like, I'm to- and that then means that the culture is going to be okay with you failing, right? Yeah, like you're shipping something that doesn't work. Yeah. And then I think the third point is it just it allows us to get 5x the impact, right? Like you know, as a team of uh, 30 to 50 people, like I would say we are – more productive than some organizations that are 500 people yeah and some of these things it's why so it's not just speed but it then becomes the impact because we're compounding these over and over again so that's why boomerangs are so important so important absolutely 
And so I guess to to dive into the detail a little mm. bit and share some examples of how how these could look and what to include. Mm. Um, yeah, a couple of different types of boomerangs or different types of asks we see regularly at Zipline. Mm. Uh, one of them that's like probably one of the key ones is can you please review or give feedback on this content before I ship it? Yeah, that's a big one. Uh, and, yeah, it's usually around, yeah, like I um, give me the confidence to send this and the confidence yes. that it's right yes. and spot any errors, any gaps. Yeah, mainly for that example I first raised in that if, you know, if it's wrong and if I have to then do damage control afterwards, <laughs> we prefer you to see it first. Yes. Um how many of those do you reckon you get percentage-wise? Like would that be more than 50% of the ones you receive? Um, that's a good question. Uh, most of my stuff tends to be uh, decision-orientated actually. Okay, yeah, right. But it, in terms of, hey, this thing's happening, um, you know, I think we should do X yeah. or, um, yeah, there tends to be decision and then someone's maybe not – completely confident in making that decision or they yeah. want to double check the decision even though it's in their remit and then there are yeah. other things that like legitimately you know hey can we sign this contract with this you know vendor yeah. for three years or sure. these guys want to do that um yeah or this this people thing they tend to be more decisions but yeah the 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 um the, the like the hey give me input into this thing yeah um i always find a bit of a killer because like asynchronously it's tough, right? Because if I sit down for an hour to do some admin and then I've got, you know, eight boomerangs and a bunch of other stuff, like when I open up your thing and you're like, hey, can you give me some feedback on this, you know, customer deck or hey, give me feedback on yep. this agenda for our offsite or um, what have you. It's like sometimes you just sort of you eyeball that and you go, oh, I look through it and it's like to type something up and, you know, give meaningful feedback. Yeah. But that's also where... Um, how you ask for the feedback could also, I think, be really important. Yeah, sure. So one of the things that I've noticed in like, can you give feedback on this thing? Like quite often it's very uh, generic and mm -hmm. it's like, hey, I've got this, you know, deck, I've got this like pricing that I want to send or, you know, I've got this design for this like product thing. I uh, would love your feedback on it. And they're like, I would love your feedback on it is is a bit too open for me. Yeah, Because sure. I get that and there's... Too vague. I mean, I've got feedback on everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what I find a little easier is like, what's the one thing you're most worried about in shipping this thing? Yeah, cool. Right. Yep. So I'm worried that the offer is not clear or I'm worried that the design's too complicated here or I'm worried like that there's something that you've created... Or maybe you're actually really proud of what you've done and yep. you actually just want to like hear that it's all good, right? Sure. So I think actually yeah. putting that in the ask. So it'd yep. be like, hey, Mike, take a quick look at this thing. If there's, I don't know, if there's one thing that's missing, um, like let me know and then any other general feedback. So I'd almost like sequence it that way and then say ideally um, it'd be great to just get a three-minute loom from you. Sure, um, yep. Otherwise this is quite important because it's a, I don't know, it's a $200,000 deal. We'll get to the, how to give the right context in the ask. Cause I think that's important yep. um, because everything has different levels of severity, but for higher stakes ones, you may go, do you know what? This is totally worth 15 minutes of, you know, Mike's time. So you may send the boomerang. You don't hear back like on the email, but then one of the things could be, you know, I'm going to ship it at 4 p.m. tomorrow, but I've also sent you an invite for 15 minutes at yeah, your great. calendar at 8 a.m. when you're free. Um, if you decline it, 
I'm just going to assume you got a bunch of other stuff on and then I'm going to ship it. Yeah. But when you, if you come to the session, you can just give me a raw unstructured download yep. of what you see in real time yep. in any direction. Um, yeah, great. So, yeah, I think you can kind of almost think through what's the exact feedback that I want and yeah. how do I make it extremely easy for this person to action it, um, whether yep. it's like give the feedback. Because, yeah, I do find feedback on a big thing, especially if you spent all week, you know, on a project plan or all week like thinking about a problem, um, it's, it's a bit hard as the receiver of those to go, oh, God, like to give good feedback, it's going to take me half an hour. And then I go half an hour versus these five other, you know, brain hemorrhaging issues yeah. that I've got to like triage. It's like, oh, I get to it. So, yeah, anyways, that's a little bit of a ramble on. I find feedback the ones the hardest. Um, sure. Because it's kind of like what exactly would you like feedback on? Yeah. Um, just helps, helps triage that. Yeah. And once again, having the principle of making it as quick and simple for the receiver yes. to action, like keep that principle in mind when, when drafting the boomerang, mm. whether it be, yeah, Give, give feedback on this specific thing, approve this specific thing or like I need this time with you to mm. get a download or nut something out, um, accept this invite to chat through. Exactly. Hey, I've got a thought. Maybe let's finish with a couple of practical things that you've learned in three different types of boomerangs. Okay. So one type of boomerang is very administrative. Yep. <laughs> I'm just thinking of one of them now, like we're going to a new um, simple HIRS tool where we need to get everyone to update their emergency contact details, right? So we realized that we had employees in all sorts of like spreadsheets and we're like, let's have a single source of truth of all our employees. And, mm -hmm. you know, what if something bad happens at a Christmas party and someone knocks their head? Like we actually don't have a good list of everyone's emergency contact details. It's very administrative, right? Yep. Um, and I think we're also doing a stock take of, um, you know, people's, yeah, people's laptops yep. and um, because we're kind of like, hey, if you've got an old laptop, we want to get you a new one, you know, for the new year and stuff like that, right? So... That's an annoying administrative ask. Mm -hmm. And again, you can boomerang it. Yeah. But like you can't actually, <laughs> it's like, hey, it you know, hey, Johnny, info. like who's your emergency contact details and like who's your thing and this is the context why it's important. And then how do you then boomerang, I'm going to do blah if I don't hear back from you. Yeah. Now there is a way to do it. So let's talk about it. Sure. Um, so one is the admin. You've seen lots of these. Yeah. Um, and they're the worst internally or even the customer to get them to do, yeah. you know, admin things. So that's yeah. one. The second one is a decision mm -hmm. and you've done a really good job on these, right? Like when we, hey, we've got a barley off-site, we could mm. go here, we could stay at this hotel, we could go here, here's the pros and cons, I recommend this. If I don't hear back from you, we're going to do that. So what you've learned on decisions. Mm -hmm. And then I, the third one, let's finish on uh, like high stakes stuff, like sure. where, where you're actually, because you've actually sent me some boomerangs last week that expired and you didn't action it. And that yes. made me go... Oh, I think it's because you're a little bit nervous around like actually actioning it, right? So, yeah. and I've seen that from other people. Um, let's go. Let's go. Maddie, so, Maddie's uh, Maddie's uh, tips in living in a boomerang world for the last uh, twelve months. Because I think one thing is like giving you the. We should go over the sentence again. Hey, I need you to do ask. Mm -hmm. Below is the context. The below is the context is probably one of the more important things actually because mm. sometimes context can be a big washing machine filled with like what the hell is the fuck's going on here. Um, and then if I don't hear back by blah, I'm going to do action. And the action also needs to be like really clear and the ask obviously needs to be really clear. So there's kind of three key parts to the secret boomerang sentence. I need you to do ask. Below is the context. And I'm going to do this action. So um, all three need to be quite clear. Maybe just walk us through how you've, what you've learnt in those three scenarios, low-level admin-y decision stuff and then high-stake stuff. 
Yeah, sure. So I'll kick off with the admin asks. These ones are really tough and learning has probably been like my learnings aren't great here because I find these boomerangs the hardest to action when you just actually need information from someone. But often giving like giving giving a pretty big window of time and like chasing, regular chasing mm. and hassling to get the information. Um, it's great when there's like a carrot and stick approach where you need the information to do something good for them. Mm. And if you don't get it, they they miss out in some way. Yep. So I guess trying to frame it in a way that it's very clear to them what they're losing out on if they don't action the request. Yep. But in reality, it often takes a lot of nudging and a lot of chasing yep. uh, to get that. And I think just keeping it as making once again always that principle of making it as simple for them to respond yes and really clear like here's the fields i need from you type them in reply back yep. rather than a vague ask where they don't clearly know what it is yeah. is just even more reason for them not to respond so yeah short and simple to the point plenty of time for them to get it to you and plenty of like chasing in unfortunately between. expect lots of nagging yeah i think my thing with yeah. admin would be one, the ask needs to be so freaking easy. Yeah. Like ideally have, you know, hey, what's your laptop and your serial number? Yeah. Like don't give them a spreadsheet to fill that in. Just go yeah. fucking take a photo of it. Yeah. Like yeah. go to the section in settings, get out your phone, hit send and send it here. Like yeah. just make it so goddamn easy where the person can get it done in 30 seconds, right? So that's the first one. Yeah. The second one is like why? Like why and why does it matter for me or why does it? And so it's like, Mm. Hey, this is kind of company policy. Like yep. we kind of need this stuff and it's actually going to help you if something goes wrong. Yeah. But we've decided like, you know, our CEO or our C, you know, our new chief information security officer, um, you know, we're, we're, we're taking encryption on everyone's laptop seriously um, and making sure we've got the right password policy, et cetera. So like if, if you don't get this done by, you know, give them a reasonable amount of time, seven days, like we're actually at risk of locking you out of your system. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then you'll be on the list that, you know, the CEO knows that you're locked out of the system. Yeah. So a little bit of a gentle, like, yeah, yeah this is like stuff's going to happen if you don't yeah. actually do this annoying administrative ask. Yeah. And then I think um, in terms of the the chasing, yeah, you just got to build that in. Like, there's just got to just, unfortunately, be a lot of chasing. But I do find like regular, um, <laughs> we've tried different versions of this. We tried the, do you remember, were you here when we did the wall of shame? No, I think no. it was before your time. That's actually pretty bad. Like we'd ask people to like do something. Uh, I think it was like, yeah, when we, we were moving to OKRs and it was like getting people to update their OKR things yeah, on time. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And then we, we'd we had like <laughs> at the beginning of each like weekly company meeting or we had something in Slack where it's like, here's everyone who did it on time, you know, yay. And then here's the wall of shame, like who didn't. And then someone said to me like, you know, we should probably like flip it the other way around where like we're just celebrating sure. everyone who's – doing the admin (laughs) yes and then there's just like an implicit list yeah of you're on the yeah you're on the naughty list um so i think with administrative (laughs) asks it's like make it crazy easy why do i actually need to do this thing like what are some of the pains whether it be actual pains like you're going to get locked out of the system or the social pains of oh it's going to be very public who's doing everything and it's going to be quite public that i'm not actually doing it yeah and you know you don't want to be made to look like you're incompetent and you can't follow simple, you know, um, important administrative asks, et cetera. Okay, so that's administrative tips that's on the admin. boomerang. Nice. On the decision ask, yeah. so when, yeah, you need a decision from someone, yeah. my learnings have been, yeah, a lot behind, like spend 
a lot of time on this, boiling down a couple of options for them to pick from. I sort of like, yeah, giving three different options and making it clear what each option is. Like this is the cheapest option. This is the best experience option. Mm. This is the, you know, like whatever it might be, or this option is the best for the customer yep. so that it's quite clear you know, what, what each one's achieving. Right. List out uh, like the important information that you know the decision maker needs. So whether yes. it's cost, like the impact on the relationship. Yes. The benefit to the how they're using the product or yes. if it's a more people thing, like the emotional job to be done with that person. Um, kind of all those key like data points that they care about. And then... I often, I used to call it out quite clearly, like here's my like green highlighted information that you really need to know. Yeah, and then really all the white text below is just yeah. even more context if, you know, you want to read into it. Yeah. So I think um, it, they're usually like pretty chunky emails yeah. with like pick option one, two or three. Here they are pretty simply. And then yeah. if you click further, there's heaps more info. That you and it's actually a really from. good point, just like even structuring information. I'm just pulling out one of your old ones. Um, this is actually like a planning ask. And so... Hmm. It's like, hey, senior leadership team, this is one from Maddie uh, a little over a year ago. And then it's got bold header. What's this email about? And it's like, hey, we're doing this off-site planning mm -hmm. um, attached to all the accommodation flights for everyone and we need to get that done. And then you've got ask and then it's in bold and then you've used a big <laughs> you know, yellow highlighter. Yeah. And it's very clear what the ask is. Review and raise any concerns to the logistical details of the off-site by the end of Monday, you know, or we're shipping it. Yeah. And then... Down the bottom, it's got the context and it's like, why are we doing this? Where's the accommodation? Why do we pick that one? What are all the flights? What are all the options? And then it links to a, um, a Notion page, which is like a wiki uh, page um, with kind of all the, the sort of FAQs and details. So, I mean, that, that's not a – I mean, that is actually a boomerang because like we're shipping that logistical plan um, if there's no feedback. But, sure. yeah, I think that's a, that's a really good example. But mm. you've done versions of this with decisions where it's like – Okay, ask, I need to make one of these calls. I recommend option two. Um, and this is where the context piece is really important. Yeah. Right? So the context is like what's going on here? Like what are we getting done? What's the implications if we don't like do anything? And yeah. like this is my recommendation. So no, that's great. Let's finish on the high stakes. Yes. And happy to admit that this one's the one that I'm struggling with the most. Yeah, and I still, this is where people still, trip up the most. Yeah, yeah. And so I guess... The issue with the high stakes one is I get like learnings or how I approach high stakes one is probably like you do the clay mold as much as you can. Uh, actually, see, maybe the issue here is that I'm trying to create like the the, the final product. the final ceramic figure that I want to oh, send. Ceramic figure, that's what. That's there the we word. go. Let's go with that word. Oh, got it. And I want to send it to the customer in like two days or yeah. a day. And, and I'm, you're coming to me at the end of the process. I'm coming to you at the end and I've, I've followed the templates that I've found and the pricing calculators, calculators and, and spoken to other people. I've spoken to people. To me at the end, yeah. Yeah. Well, you would have been better off getting me for 15 minutes at the beginning going, the customer's asked for this pricing. I'm a yeah. little bit lost. I've had a look at all of this. I'm going to approach you this way. Sure. I've got 10 minutes in your calendar. Yeah. Would love just some direction to make sure I don't go down the wrong garden path. Right. But if yeah. you can't get to it because you've got other stuff then this is how I'm going to approach it and I'll come yeah. back to you yeah, tomorrow sure. afternoon with the yeah with the <laughs> ready to ready to do the final coat and paint and varnish and then take, yeah. it, take it to the take it to the store. Yeah, and that's probably my biggest problem with this at the moment is that I'm not giving you the clay mold, I'm giving you the final product that I'm ready to ship and then and then I have 
very low confidence in my boomerang, to be honest, because mm. I really want you to reply and like give it the okay because f- I find it quite a high stakes uh, like thing that I'm about to ship. Yep. And if it doesn't have any eyes over it, I'm pretty concerned I've made errors somewhere along the way or I've taken the wrong approach yep. because I probably didn't consult early enough. Yep. And that means that, yeah, I'm going to send something off that's incorrect. Yep. I'm then going to have to do damage control. Yep. I might have to double the price offer because I totally cooked yep. it. And that just like looks really bad. So let's do this for the Zipline team listening for a moment because uh, <laughs> what the podcast to be for internal content as well. I, I think what this is actually reminds me of something quite important. The the boomerang needs to come with an insurance policy, which mm-hmm. I'm giving now, which is the insurance policy knows that if you ship something that is not good enough but it didn't get reviewed, then mm-hmm. we are okay to live with those implications because we've empowered the person and we know that you haven't had five years of detailed pricing experience mm. and like that thing. And I decided like in that 12-hour period – yeah. To not give it five, ten minutes of my time. Yeah. And for whatever reason, there were other things in the triage of, you know, my world or whoever's world um, that, uh, that, that it, I've effectively made the implicit decision that it's okay to ship this thing. Yeah. And actually the insurance is anything that bad that happens out of it, it that's actually me. Like the, the, the manager okay. or the CEO yep. has that liability because – it was on me. I chose not to like get involved in that thing, right? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> so you've done your very best to use the looking after the kid with a fever analogy. Like yep. I chose to go deal with some other things. Mm-hmm. If for whatever reason you just gave the kid orange juice and they ended up with, you know, a headache for an extra two days and then you kind of come back, I don't get to be annoyed at you going, uh, why didn't you like just give them Nurofen, right? Sure. Um, I go, you gave me an opportunity. You said you're going to give them orange juice. That wasn't the right thing. Like that that actually is a pretty like bad, you know, plan that <laughs> yep. you shipped. But I chose not to, right? Um, okay. Yeah. Or or in the high stakes, that's where the maybe like a second boomerang needs to come in. It's where it's like we're going into def I'm about to like mm. hit the nuclear button here. I'm about to like send nukes over to that thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like I'm authorized to do this, right? Yeah. It's like to go back to that analogy, it's like you chase down that doctor and go. 30 seconds in the corridor. I know you've got a thousand things on, but just I'm about to give this kid like orange juice right now. Do you want any input? Is that yep. the right thing? Yes or no? Otherwise, I'm going to do it, right? So you, there, there is a scenario where for high stakes, you can find five minutes. I mean, yeah. there, there is always five minutes. Now, virtual is yep. a bit harder because sure. I think when we're all face-to-face, what ends up happening is people just corner, like, fuck right. yes, Mike's at the like coffee machine and he's yeah. standing around there for like, and then what happens is you just, run up and you go, yeah. oh, can I just catch you for 30 seconds? Uh, do you remember like the in-person ways of working? Like, yeah. That's, that's oh, a big totally. way that you get that. Totally. And then that yeah. kind of just gives you the confidence of like shipping that thing. Yeah. So I think in the high stakes boomerangs, you basically want to um, give yourself the emotional confidence for that insurance. And so mm-hmm. maybe it's a second boomerang. It's like sure. I'm sending this in three hours time. Yeah. Like, as a reminder, it's – going to go out like this yep. i'm not a thousand percent confident in it yeah but as a yeah 
It's on you. You said that I got the, <laughs> yeah, got the insurance that you're taking the liability yeah. for us shipping shit here if it's not good enough. Yeah. Uh, I think it's worth five minutes of your time. So put five minutes in your calendar. I know you've got that other thing, but maybe you can be late for it. Just accept it and then try to, f- try to create that uh, in-person moment uh, in, a, in, a, in a virtual way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Or even a, like I think in our scenario, even like a quick WhatsApp with a yeah, yeah, like a one-liner. Hey, you've got this boomerang. I'm shipping it in four hours. Even if you just give me a thirty-second voice note here, like this is what it is, and here's a screenshot of it. I'm just a bit nervous. Um, can I catch you f- beforehand, or are you lit- literally okay with just me shipping this, even if it's not great? Yeah, yeah, awesome. What's your reactions to that uh, in closing? Uh, yeah, well, boomerangs have totally changed the way that I operate. Mm. And the point around why it's so important of the, the speed and feeling really empowered to take on more mm. is incredibly true. Um, and I guess it's exciting to be able to, it, it's exciting to know that you can kind of make these decisions if you don't hear back from yes. the person with approval. Yes. But it actually also adds an element of, I think I work harder and I think harder because I know if you don't reply, it is going to go to the customer and so I want to be proud of the work um, and it means it, it forces you to be better yes. because, yeah, you want, like you're not waiting for approval and feedback and for someone else to do the job for you. You're yeah. doing it. And that's the thing, like the, 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 and this is why the insurance is okay, like and just being okay to fail because you're empowered. Yeah. So you're going to ship more stuff. You're going to ship some average stuff. But then you get to have the, the learning and the pain and the iterating of that rather than you go to the manager and the senior person who always comes in with the wisdom and they're like, oh my God, sure. that's so amazing. Mm. But then you get hooked on that drug. You get hooked on going to that senior person yeah. for those ama- and you haven't actually learned it yourself. Yeah. And yeah. the only reason that they're so good at it is because they're probably 10 years older than you yeah. five years, or they've done that thing before. Like yeah. everything that is easy for someone was once hard. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Everything that is easy was once hard. There's no such thing as oh, I'm just magically so good at figuring that thing out. I've just had the reps and sets in yeah. it, right? And, and so what this allows you to do is you get an enhanced, intense version of the reps and sets. Yeah. So rather than what you would get in experience over five, seven years where yeah. you're more dependent on the, that advice mm. and waiting, you're actually getting all that learning in like a year. And yeah. that's actually one of the – that's 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 why – you know, that's why I come to a startup, like to yeah. link it to, to what we do. It's exactly how you accelerate that personal and career growth. Boom. On that, absolute pleasure. Thanks, Maddie. Thank you. Oh, that's not the outro music, is it? Oh, it is the outro music. Yeah, that's the outro. Yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it is today. <laughs> what a play. It actually gets good to me the end. When does it get good? Oh, like this is not it. Yeah, this bit. Nice. We shouldn't fade out of this. We should keep this going. <laughs> keep it going. <laughs> this is not the outro. Out there might the be a surprise at the end. You never know. You've got to keep listening. I'm oh, talking about surprises. Kai, can we get Kai in? He just wants to. What's up? Let's make a Christmas special. He gets in at 10 p.m. Oh, next so Friday. Really good here. Hear it does. <laughs> Never heard this part of the song. Alright, from now on we need the we need an all outro. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, then it loops back to the top. Back I've never yeah, heard nice. the whole thing. Oh, I really gotta go. <laughs> thanks, Maddie. Uh, thanks.
Hey there. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Startup Jobs. This episode was made in collaboration with our friends at Early Work Academy, Australia's only tech sales bootcamp with a job guarantee. Applications are currently open for the next cohort and all of the details are in the show notes. And finally, if something resonated with you in today's episode, we're posting episodes like this every week, including CEO memos straight from Michael. The best way to get these episodes on the day is by hitting the follow button on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next time.